just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. New York this, New York that. Yo, is Staten Island even really part of New York? A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. We Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. We Staten Island boys are no joke. Shit still look the same. Staten Island. Oh, son. This ain't Staten Island. Shaolin. There's only so much gerrymandering you can do in New York City because you're dealing with mostly blue neighborhoods, uh, with the exception of, of Staten Island. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is it, word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back. Here on Spotify, every weekend, all you gotta do is search for Dies in Your House on Spotify. Spotify was being a little wacky last week, but I'm pretty sure it's back. Um, we are also on Apple Podcasts. I know you got the podcast app on your iPhone. I seen you, I seen you with the iPhone posing in your selfie in the mirror. So I know you got your iPhone. Just go to the app, the app store, and go to the podcast app. Search for Dies in Your House. Leave a like, leave a subscribe, or a, a rating. If you're working on your mixtape, bigger, 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 and you want to take a break because you got a little writer's block and you need some inspiration, there's nothing more inspiring than me and a brand new episode of Dies in Your House every week. But if you're premium, if you're supporting the show on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash jporks. Again, patreon.com slash jporks. You are getting yourself personalized artwork. You get insight and access to what goes on on the podcast. You get early access to the podcast, at least 24 hours early. And you get bonus content such as the Zoomcast. A Zoomcast was, is available now on Patreon to go before this episode of the podcast. There was a new... I seem to figure out how to do it. I think I did through YouTube. Um, Possibly, hopefully, we're going to see. If so, then we're going to get more of those popping off, which gives you more of a reason to go to patreon.com slash jporks, help support the show, help pay my property taxes, help fix my roof, help me stay positive, because as you know, mental health is mental wealth. And as you know, the views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. But I can safely say without getting in trouble that my employer is awesome and I love going to work every day. Well, not every day. Five days. I, obviously. Laws and stuff. 
So, what is the word? What goes on? What it do? What it be? What it is? More importantly, it's the vibes, yo. What are the vibes? So, if you're tuning in for the first time, you're probably saying to yourself, Jay, listen, I've had real conversations with you in real life, and I have no idea what you're doing or what you're trying to expose me to, but I gotta tell you, I didn't sign up for this. I thought there would just be funny jokes. Where are the jokes? Well, got a few things. Fascism is rising in America. I don't say that lightly. I say that as a family of Holocaust survivors. Fascism is rising in America. Um, the Republican Party of 2022. Let's call them the Republican Party from 2016 to 2022 and beyond. Continuing. Um, the QAnon wing of the Republican Party grows. They continue to win primaries. And what we need to do is to make sure that people that don't have the best interests of us in mind... To get them out of power, what we need to do is focus on voting and electing more Democrats. The lesser of two evils. Democrats really aren't evil. If you think Democrats are evil, you're been, you've been reading propaganda. If you've been reading that, then you, if you think that Democrats are evil, you probably think Hillary Clinton eats babies and stuff. I mean, can we be serious for a second? More than a second, like a couple of years. Because we're trying to stave off fascism rising in this country. And if you're wondering what fascism is, I'm not going to break it down because I'm lazy. But I'll, help to, I'll have technology help me with that. Hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism, characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and the economy that rose to prominence in early 20th century Europe. The reason why I keep harping on about voting is because if we don't vote, then we're going to lose the little power we have on our futures. And if we don't vote and we don't pick our leaders, then leaders are going to be elected who are going to make life harder for us. It hasn't even begun. Okay, we still have a shot at this. Now, I do want to spend a little bit of this podcast saying something because as much as i rant and rave about how we got to mobilize and vote and tell a friend to vote and get involved in democracy because you know republicans really don't care about the future of our planet the future of our country the f they don't care about the rights of women they don't care about the rights of anybody that is a minority they don't care about the rights of anybody that wasn't like born here for six in six uh, wasn't like six generations born into America they don't care about any of that all they care about is tax cuts and withholding power and telling women what to do with their bodies being pro-life except if you get an abortion then we're gonna kill the person who got the abortion how's that pro-life but I do want to say two words to everybody listening who has been listening for a long time and has heard me rant and rave and has heard me scream and tell people we gotta wear a mask on the bus I think it's crazy like you walk into Target there's more, there's a lot of space you know like up you walk onto a bus it's a little encapsulated area with no windows open 
for you not to wear a mask in that setting is just crazy to me. It just drives me crazy. And then I start yelling. And then I start sweating. And I lose my voice. I go into work the next day. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking like a crackhead, you know? Because I've been screaming on my podcast. And I've been screaming at people that agree with me. So I am sorry that every time I come on this podcast and I start to bring up a topic and then I vent about it, I'm kind of, you know, wringing my hands like at the mic. But the people listening to the podcast are my friends and they are, all of you are people who are my friends. Unless you're just discovering this now and you don't know who I am, then that's, you know, then you can judge as you will. But you can judge by the last episodes, Spotify, you know, check it out. Church for Dies in the House. Listen to some of the previous ones. But what I will say is that I need to start taking a less adversarial... Um, a less adversarial approach towards this because... Everybody who's listening to this agrees. And if you keep saying the same things to people over and over again... It sort of becomes like nothing is being said anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's white noise. So... I'm going to have to think of new and interesting ways for us to encourage other people to vote. And I'm going to have to think strategically to try to figure out how I'm going to do that while being entertaining and not screaming at the people I'm trying to entertain, making them feel like they did something. When in reality, I could just speak for the people on Patreon exclusively, the the premium subscribers, and I hope that that Zoomcast went through. hope that worked. Um, I could just speak for you guys... I know you guys wear masks indoors. I've witnessed it. We've discussed it. And I know that you guys are not idiots. So, and I know you guys aren't Republican. Like, in any way. Like, not even at all. Like, not even in the slightest. So, like, I appreciate every second of your being. You know what I mean? I just need everyone to know that. Everyone that listens to the podcast, but especially the patrons. Because there are times where, like, my account's running on empty, and, like, all of a sudden, I go to Patreon, I get to, um, cash out a couple of, you know, a couple of, um, rubles, a couple of trink rubles, that's a bad analogy, a couple of trinkets, but those trinkets help me get through the day, and help me get on the bus, help me get to work, and again, um, we're on the pod, okay, I mentioned it on the Zoomcast, I'm not gonna mention it on the podcast, um, cause we are not behind a paywall, but significantly more money is going to be coming into my bank account weekly. So what I need to do is just stay eyes on the prize. And we got till November. And we're going to utilize YouTube. Because listen, here's word on this. You know what word on the street is? Word on the street is that there are times when I'm not talking about politics where I can be a slightly humorous and entertaining person right some people have told me that there are times where i have an ability to make people go from bored to to not well not i guess not bored make people go from sad to glad i can do that so i'm thinking with my recent discovery of people discover people reacting to hip-hop videos on youtube i know i'm late but like watching people 20 years younger than me, 15 years younger than me, fucking listen to Eminem for the first time and react like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. Like, 
it's just so innocent and so pure and so great to me. And I love it. And also watching people react to Kendrick's record is amazing. And it gives you that feel of you're watching things with your friends. I'm I'm obviously, I listen to a lot of music. I will not be reacting to, um, I do not want to start a reactions channel, but I do want to do stuff on YouTube. I do want to try to have some fun on YouTube. So if you got an idea of ways we can have fun, I would love to do that. I'm going to start getting, I'm going to get a new computer. I'm going to get one of those gaming chairs. I'm going to get a new, no, I have the camera and the, and the, and the, and the mic. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're going to start having some fun on YouTube. So if you got an idea of something I can do, that would be fun for me. I've got a lot of cool t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not like it's going to get boring. We're going to have some fun. This summer, what we need to do is have some fun. Because I promised if we won an election, I would have... I keep moving the goalposts. That's what I do. And I'm sorry again for that. I keep moving the goalposts. I said if we win an election, we're going to have some fun. Not having fun. Well, we had some fun. We have some fun, but not enough. I also said um, if we won an election... Not if we won an election. I also told people, hey, listen. I'll do this after... Um, I accomplished this goal with my career after I accomplished this goal with my career. Well, the latest goal is accomplished, so I really need to start having fun, and I'm thinking this summer's a good time to start. With the end goal in mind of electing more Democrats, what can we do to have fun this summer? That's what we need to do. Gas is expensive. Get a hybrid. Electric's crazy. Invest in solar. Oh. Cars that are hybrids cost more money? We should mobilize. But, like, have fun. Have a fun parade. And talk about, hey, why don't car companies make hybrid vehicles more accessible and incentivize people to buy them? I know you agree with this. So why don't we, together, do this? We should. We gotta do something. Why don't we have a barbecue? Pretend it's like a, a gender reveal party. But then just, when we open up the box with the balloons, the balloons that come out are the names of Democrats in everyone's district that they need to vote for coming in November. We could have fun! It could be a, a, a voting reveal party. I got off the beaten path there, I will admit. But listen, democracy is important, but also you got to realize that, and I heard this earlier this week, and I know I'm using it. I'm stealing, I'm stealing this, this line I heard from somebody very smart at work who told me that, um didn't tell me like said it like you know how sometimes you think oh some people are going through things right now in the world everybody is going through things every single person so before you ask yourself why is this person acting this way why is this person reacting this way remember that everybody is going through something you are i am this person is, that person is. So if we could start by just 
treating each other better, communicating a little more, communicating more clearly, actually, is what I should say. It's not about more or less communication. It's about making clear communication. And if you, if you instill a message that's clear, people will understand. The message is, here's the message. Um, Oklahoma just introduced a bill. Oklahoma's a state house, which is run by Republicans, has just introduced a bill that will ban abortion after, quote, fertilization. So, now again, I'm no OBGYN. That's not me. I never attended, I never even audited a medical school class. But I will tell you this. If you're banning banning abortion at fertilization. First of all, if you're thinking, hey, Jay, fertilization, wait a second, that sounds like, yes. Yes, it is. And this is for anyone that's tuning in this week for the first time ever. It's not like, oh, Republicans are against abortion. They're going to ban it from fertilization. And if you are, and I don't know if this is Oklahoma, but there is, I'm not sure if it, it might be Tennessee, all of these Republican-run state houses, the state houses in the, the, the states that have state houses that are run by Republicans, they're all planning these chess moves as to ban abortion. But it's not only we're going to ban it, with no exceptions for rape or incest, but they're also going to ban it, and if you go get an abortion... You can be charged with murder in a state where the death penalty is active. So, the argument is pro-life. But also, if you get an abortion, which isn't a person, you get killed. So, what's pro-life about the death penalty? And that's an argument that we've... that uh, That's been American... Now, that would be regular American politics questions. Oh, you're pro-life, why are you pro-death penalty? Like, that's a conversation. But right now, we're in a sick, mad world where, like, they're literally trying to take away abortion. They're trying to take away a woman's right to choose what they do with their bodies when it is not harming anybody else. It's not a pizza until it comes out of the oven. That's what I'd say about that. But seriously, if you want a future where we can have cleaner cars and sustainable materials and more recycling and, and like cleaner air for our planet, for our future, if you want to maybe, you know... Help us get to a place where we reduce carbon emissions, make solar panels more available, have wind farms, have all that stuff. Maybe we could try to reverse some of the effects of climate change and maybe we can save our planet for the future. The only way to do that is to elect more Democrats and do not get caught up in anything else in any propaganda put out there by... Don't get caught up in celebrities running and trying to split ballots. Do not do that. 
we elect more Democrats, this country has a chance to survive. If we don't elect more Democrats, this country is dead. And if you don't think Democrats are electable, the Democratic primary for senator in Pennsylvania was won by this guy named John Fetterman. Fetterman's the lieutenant governor, and Fetterman won the primary while sitting in the hospital bed recovering from a stroke. Electable much? This country has a chance to be fixed. All we have to do is try. Thanks, friends. Wow. Did anybody hear that? I don't know if you heard that. But my Google Assistant, Google Assisting over here, after I said we could save this country, said, hmm, I don't know about that. That was crazy. I'm scared. Friends, I love you. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Till next week, Jay Porks dies in your house exclusively wherever you thought you were hiding from me on social media. Till next week, we outside. Late.